Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis. What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And per usual, we have a fantastic lineup. This is part of our Inkster student series. And we have two excellent former students from Inktown. And we're going to talk to them, talk to them a little bit about their experience at Inkster High School, but as well, how they're doing since then. All right, so let me introduce this uh, illustrious panel. We'll begin with Miss Pamela Nyans. Pamela, say hello to the world. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Yep, and Pamela, you can keep yourself off mute. <laughs> it's perfectly <Okay>. fine. <laughs> and along with Pamela, we have Mr. John Lott. John Lott, say hello to the world. What's going on, world? I hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast. We are about celebrating Black excellence. You all were excellent long, long, long time ago when I met you. I won't take any credit for your excellence. You were excellent when I met you. So let's talk a little bit about the people that I came to meet when you came to Inkster. So let's start with Pamela. Pamela, when I say, uh, who is Pamela Nyans? What would you say to that? I would say... I am somebody that deeply cares for human beings and their peace of mind and uh, preserving their joy. Like that's something I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. So you're about preserving the joy in others? Oh yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to have any siblings? I have an older brother, one sibling. Mm-hmm. Would he say that about you? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. John Lott. And I said, if I asked you who was John Lott, what would you say? John Lott is a study student of life. Somebody who pays attention to everything, sometimes to an advantage, sometimes to a fault. And Mm. I'm somebody who tries to think about everything at least in a couple of different ways. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember you both in that vein. So uh, I will concur with both of your descriptions. All right. So let's talk about, so Inkster High School, there was students from Inkster, the city, and students from Detroit. Talk about where you were from. Let's, let's go, Pamela. Where were you from? So I was born in New Orleans, but raised right here in Inkster, Michigan. Okay. Yep. And did you uh, go to Inkster High, I'm all Inkster schools from elementary on? or the most part, I, I, I think um, there might have been one or two schools that might have been out of the district. But for the most part, I've been in Inkster all the way up until I graduated. And what year did you graduate, Pamela? 2011. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, you got out of there before they closed this down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, John, where where are you from? 
Uh, I was born and raised on the west side, uh, Southfield, not a drive area. Most of the schools, actually, the three schools I went to prior to Inkster were all on Seven Mile. So I was definitely in that area for the majority of my life. And I ended up coming to Inkster High 2008, fall 2008. So I spent my last two years of high school in Inkster. And yeah, before then, I had, I don't think I'd ever been in Inkster for any prolonged period of time. So yeah. Yeah. Inkster is one of them cities that you will miss it if you don't know it's there. Right. You'll drive right through it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you were from Detroit. Uh, John, what brought you to Inkster High School? Do you remember? So the school I was going to, uh, it wasn't big enough for me. You know, it had a lot of uh, limitations in terms of just the uh, options it offered academically. It was a charter school. I won't get into charter versus public, but Inkster had rolled out that ad that they had where they were sending buses out to all the neighborhoods and gobbling up all the, you know, students from the city. So I happened to fall in line with that and, you know, just uh, made it easier for the commute for myself and my parents. So, Okay. All right. So let's, let's have a little fun. Let's, let's delve into Inkster a little bit. We're going to do it this way. I'm going to say when I say, and then you say, all right, so I'll say something and then I want your response. Try to elaborate on your response. Don't assume that I know what you mean by your response. (laughs) All right. Who wants to be the brave soul to go first with this? I can go first. (laughs) All right. All right, let's go. Uh, John, when I say Inkster High, you say, Wild. Okay. So wild because there were a lot of different students from different walks of life, different neighborhoods, different areas. Uh, Everybody had their own personality. You'd meet a group of students in one class, meet a group of students in another class. And if you took the bus home, entirely different than other group of students. So you just were always in different, always among different people. Mm-hmm. Now, did that experience, um, do you feel like that experience benefited you in any way? Oh, most definitely. Like I said, I was used to my neighborhood, you know? So everybody from mm-hmm. five years old to 15 years old, I had seen the same people and really didn't have a bigger, you know, broader uh, sight of what was going on in the entire city or an entire area. So that was probably the most beneficial part of me going to Inkster was just the exposure to other people. Yeah. All right. Nions. <laughs> when I say Inkster high school, you say. Legacy. Mm. Okay. Elaborate. Legacy because one, my grandmother went there and my mom and my brother and myself. Um, And then it's interesting. I I, I was thinking about that word because Inkster High is no longer here, but I think it changed like the course of my life because that's kind of how I got into what I decided to major in in school and what I'm currently still doing. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff, a lot of layers there. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the legacy. Mm-hmm. All right. Pamela, I'm going to put you on blast for this one. <laughs> All right. When I say life after high school, you'd say. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo. <laughs> okay. Um, woo as in. Do tell. Um, exciting woo and okay. tired woo. Surprising mm-hmm. woo. <laughs> college. I, I, I'm still in college, actually. I graduate this May. Um, this is my second time in grad school, but I've been in school the whole time. Like, this will be the first year okay. that I won't be in school. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. We'll dig a little deeper into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Let's go, John. When I say life after high school, you'd say pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Uh, yeah, I was one of those students that excelled in high school. I mean, nearly straight A's, 3.75 GPA. I got to college. My first GPA in my first semester of college was a 2.7. So that wall hit me hard. So, uh, yeah. And then there were a couple of different things. Just uh, I thought Inkster High broadened my horizon on different students, different people. Then college took it to an entire new level because, yeah. you know, going to school in the inner city, you were always surrounded by black kids most of the time. And then you get out and you get exposed to people of different walks of life and get exposed to uh, the different ups and downs that comes with that. So, yeah, pressure. Yeah. All right. Great answers. Now, let's move on a little bit. Let's do this. Who I want to start with. Let's start with, with John on this one. Knowing what you know now, if you could go back in time and speak and speak to Inkster High School John Lott, what would you tell him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, stop being so hard-headed. No. Hmm. Uh, And I wasn't hard-headed in terms of behavior-wise. I just was dead set on going to Michigan State after... uh, Oh, terrible decision. (laughs) Go blue. (laughs) So I didn't end up going to... I didn't end up going to Michigan State. I uh, passed up. Like I said, I had the 3-7 coming out of uh, high school. I could have had a lot of different scholarships, but I just kept focused on wanting to go where I wanted to go. And I ended up going to uh, Henry Ford College and getting the associates and going to Wayne State and getting my bachelor's. So uh, had I just went ahead and said, go to Wayne State, I'm not saying life would have been any better, but the, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that whole pressure of senior year, that would have been a lot, I would have made it a lot easier on myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, You know, when you look back on life, like things kind of work out in a way that that really works though right because even when you take those paths those initial paths or the path that you take there's lessons that you get from that path that you wouldn't otherwise gain right so you know the the things that you attempted to do initially have taught you some lessons that perhaps you wouldn't have had those lessons right definitely all right let's go pamela knowing what you know now if you can go back in time and speak to 
Insta High School Nyons, <laughs> what would you tell her? Uh, that makes me so emotional. I feel like I was so hard on myself in high school and mm. all of the pressures that are on Black people in general and specifically women, I, I think I would have just grabbed younger me and just like hugged me and say, it's so much more to life than trying to achieve yeah. beauty. <laughs> so much more to life, so much more going for myself than trying to um, appeal to the world. Yeah. Or to the little teenagers around you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny, right? Because in high school, it seems like everybody's watching me, right? Especially for the high school students, right? And and then when you get out of there, it's like, you know, most people weren't watching you, actually, right? Most people weren't watching you. And so, I mean, I think it's a great lesson for kids that are currently in high school or heading there to understand that, you know, you know, get over yourself. People aren't looking at you that deep. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what's going on with you now. Let's start with John. What's happening with you in your life right now? So I spend my days as a data engineer for the city of Detroit. My work as of now 100% pertains to COVID-19 data, the citizens and the vaccines and the schedules and all the different types of calculations that the city is doing, that the mayor wants, just responding to those demands outside of work. I'm building a technology education media company called Root Achiever. And mm-hmm. my goal is to, like you just asked in the last question, reach out to younger me and say, hey, this is something that you could be focusing on early so that when you get to that pressure of 17 turning 18 senior year, you know that there are more options out there for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting the the lessons that we do learn from our experiences kind of um, push us in a way to do something about those lessons. Right. So especially if it's something that we feel like um, if somebody would have just told me type lesson, right. If somebody would just told me this, then, you know, I would have been a little further along and sometimes it ends up being us telling the next generation that. Right. Right. All right, Pamela. What's up with you? What, what What's going on with you right now? Oh, man, I am still in school. So I am getting a graduate performance diploma from Boston Conservatory at Berkeley. And um, I'm pursuing opera and jazz now, which is something brand new. Um, I'm a singer. So I am graduating, getting my um, diploma, and then I'm I'm going to see what happens with pursuing my dream because there's no plan B. So it has to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And and your dream would be, what's your dream? I want, I I do want to travel and perform all over. um, And also use that platform to advocate for mental health in black communities. That's something I've become really passionate Mm. about, but yeah, just create this uh, platform to talk about a lot of stuff raise awareness about a lot of things, but just use the gift to to get me in those spaces. Yeah. And mental health is kind of specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a reason for for you to focus on that? Um, I think 
for me, I've just learned so much about myself, like over just being an, an adult and just like, as I was talking about earlier, being kind and gentle with younger me, you know, anxiety and depression is a real thing that's hitting a lot of people hard. Mm-hmm. And it, it took me going to get help myself from a therapist and like really get into the root of what was going on with my own self. And I just become so passionate about it. It's nothing to feel embarrassed about. It's like amazing. And um, it's Absolutely. okay. Yeah. 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 And to be honest, I don't think that I knew that you were struggling in that way as your teacher. Right. And if you were um, meeting with somebody and talking that through, I don't think I would have known that as well. Right. And so that g- kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier about the high school student really thinks like the world is zooming in on them and mm-hmm. everybody knows what's going on with me. And if this happens, people are going to think that and really relax. You know, it's not, it's really more about you focusing in on what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So let's talk about uh, future goals, right? Five years from now, what's up with John? Five years from now, I would like to have a platform. I'm not going to limit it to a social media platform, but I'm going to respect the fact that for my ultimate goal, it's going to take a lot longer. I want to begin to build a network where I can host education, shows, media, articles, magazines, news, anything that encourages young African-American students and people and adults to take hobbies or take education or pursuit of technology-based careers or based hobbies, just to understand that we are not just consumers, we can also produce. Mm -hmm. And so um, I would say your focus has a lot to do with this this technology piece, right? Is something personal there for you? Do you feel like as a people, we don't understand um, the opportunities that are there for us in that, in that realm? Yeah, I feel that we are, like I said, we consume a ton. You know, you look at a lot of different, just look at social media, for example, a lot of things that go on on social media. We come up with all these different challenges, these dances, all these different things that are fun, but we can also create software. We can create platforms that can change in a positive way. We could bring, we could bring awareness to mental illness, or we could bring awareness to education. We could bring awareness to this conflict resolution. There are so many different things that technology can power and that we can use to better our community. So I just want to be a catalyst or create a team or create, just create an energy that goes towards solving some of those problems through technology. So I asked this question um, in one of the previous recordings. Sounds like you want to be a teacher. (laughs) In a way, yes. Because, yeah, I just want to, uh, I want to be a teacher, but not in the sense of being confined, being confined to just one type of way of teaching. Yeah. Because I've um, had a lot of different teachers that use different methods, whether it was music, whether it was just conversations, whether it was jokes, Mm -hmm. whether it was uh, 
I remember Miss uh, Miss Bryant. She had a uh, always started off class with a question. Pretty much didn't have anything to do with the lesson, but it was just a way to get the gears turning. So just mm-hmm. to uh, yeah, I can see myself as somewhat of a teacher that diversifies <laughs> the way he goes about uh, teaching things and explaining things. Yeah. Your response was a lot more positive than the previous response. I just say that you'll see when we release the episodes. All right. So five years later, what's up with Pamela Nyons? Mm, I, I would hope that I am at peace with whatever I'm doing. And, and that, and that's honestly what I desire more than a career because I realized like I could have, my career and just be so, you know, just have a lot going on inside. But I mean, I also would hope that I've entered into the music business, um, the creative uh, spaces like acting, um, singing, uh, plus size modeling, all of those things I, I really, really enjoy doing. So I would hope that I have my foot in the door by then. But uh, most importantly, just in a very a secure place in myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. So a few more questions. This next question really is designed to get you to think about what, uh, you know, steps can be, can be taken right now towards your future goals. All right. And so I asked it this way. Um, if you had a wish that was going to be granted, that would take you, where you want to be, what would that wish be? All right. So let's go, uh, let's go, John. We're going to go with you first. (laughs) So you could just magically flip a switch and all of what you want to be happens when you flip that switch. I wish that, honestly, I wish for a team. I wish for a team of people who a team of like-minded individuals who could get along, who could uh, come from different backgrounds, who had a diverse set of skills to, uh, yeah, who care about technology and care about empowering black people. And with that, we could, we could accomplish anything. So yeah, my wish would be for a team. So you flip a switch and you got a dream team of people that's focused on educating black folks around this concept of technology. Exactly. Okay. Excellent. All right, Pamela, you got a little cheat sheet now. <laughs> you got a little advantage. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> Thank All you. Right, so there's a there's a wish being granted. Right? Once this wish is granted. You are exactly where you want to be, right? What is that? Um, I would say debt-free uh, from college. And also, honestly, mm. uh, a team of people as well, like a band of people that understand the mm. business in all areas that I want to go into, uh, people that I can trust, um, and just a team mm. of people also that I can talk to about mental health that can get me out there in that way. So. Yeah, I'm definitely on that same mm-hmm. same boat. All right. Well, that's those are excellent and that seems achievable, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. That seems like, like something you all can accomplish. Yeah, definitely. So five years from now, I'm going to be expecting that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But we'll be, we'll be praying for you and we'll be hoping that um, those things become real things for you in the future. All right. Let's see. Um, let's do this. Let's uh, have you do any social media. If you like people to reach out to you on social media, let's have you drop your social media info. All right. If you don't want people to reach out to you, then that's perfectly fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's start again with John. Any social media you want to share? Yeah. So anybody can, uh, reach out to me at root achiever. That's R O O T A C H I E V E R. All one word. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And yeah, anytime you want to find out about resources, especially in the city of Detroit, especially in Michigan, as far as technology education, if you had questions about a student or if you are a student that had questions, then yeah, please reach out to me because I'm always willing to have those conversations. Yeah. And also, if you're thinking about joining a, a super team of people that's promoting technology in the future, that's your guy right there, people. Yeah, we're, start, we're starting a team. All right. All right. Pamela, social media info. Yeah. Um, Instagram is Pia, uh, which is the stage name nickname I go by which is P-I-A then underscore Irene I-R-E-N-E underscore the artist (laughs) and that's on TikTok Mm. as well and um Facebook is Pia spelled the same Pamela Irene Nyans so that spelling is N-I-O-N-S for the last name yep all right all right, so let's get to the final and most important question that we ask. All right, and you all can respond whenever you have your answer. Don't worry about talking over the other person. All right, so the final most important question that we ask in every episode is, have you ever been on the cover of a magazine? Not yet. <laughs> uh, no, that's a dream though. <laughs> Oh, I was surprised by that, Pamela. I thought for sure you had been on the cover by now. All right. Well, one of the treats for all of our guests that make it on to the Dripping in Black podcast is that we place them on the Dripping in Black magazine cover. All right. So there you have it. Wow. <laughs> All right, John and Pamela, that is your first magazine cover. How does it feel? <sighs> Dream come true. That's what, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that is also a parting gift. We will print that out for you and dress it up real nice and mail it out to you so you can place that uh frame that up and put it in one of your many uh places for your great accomplishments through your life all right all right yeah as a reminder all right we want to thank you 
both for coming out to the Dripping in Black podcast and, you know, sharing your story with us. Um, we are so proud of uh, the people you are becoming. Um, I, I would say both of you, I remember you well. John, you were always a man to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot of uh, little boy high school in you. It was always kind of focused. And uh, Pamela, that spirit, that happy spirit, that loving spirit was always shining through. I always remembered you that way. And it's great to see you all becoming more and more of um, all the excellence that I saw in you. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in you, for you in the future. And just so thankful that you all joined us for this uh, series. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. This was yeah, great. This, this gave me a whole new look on on my goals so yeah oh did you all want to give any shout outs to anybody i didn't ask you that uh yeah um definitely shout out to the whole performing arts department during uh, my time at inkster high so that's mr level mrs level mr reese mr debose who introduced me to black people singing opera changed my entire life wow. they shout them out um i love them and uh they are part of that important, uh, necessary journey. Okay. Yeah, I would say shout out to shout out to all the students that wrote the bus with <laughs> you. Know, I, uh, like I say, I'm a I'm a studier, so I remember a lot of different faces and a lot of different people who might have got on the bus, and you know, you could tell they were going through something, but they made it out. So. Yeah, just uh, and watching them was kind of like, you know, it taught me lessons without communication, if that makes sense. So shout out to everybody who I worked with the bus with or had classes with, because I definitely learned from you guys in some way, shape or form. And then shout out to the teachers, too. You know, all the teachers who went on to start platforms or to uh, you know, enter different education fields. So, yeah. All right. Again, thank you, too, for coming out and we'll be keeping in touch with you. See how life is going in the future. Sounds good. Awesome. You have just experienced a Dripping in Black production.